Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangaroos or on Instagram at Hashtag Kangaroos Podcast. Now, today was a bit of a different show. I decided to look at the 2022 draft crop coming up this year. Now, it looks like we're going to have a very early pick and then we don't get a pick for, you know, um, very, till very late in the draft. So I wanted to get uh, Lachlan Gould on and talk about uh, the upcoming crop coming up this year. So we've obviously had the buy last couple of weeks. So, yeah, and, and there's been, you know, we're still, we're still on the media spotlight at the moment. So I wanted to talk, you know, well, um, while we're, no one's playing at the moment, talk about uh, a possible, you know, like the possibility of getting a Will Ashcroft, um, you know, and and so forth. Yeah, you know, we talked about a number of other players at the top of the draft as well. We talked about players that you could possibly get in the twenties, thirties. Uh, Cooper Harvey was mentioned as well. Uh, so there's plenty to discuss. Um, and yeah, look, I'll uh, bring on Lockie right now to discuss it all. All right, so I'm once again joined by Lachlan Gould uh, to review, uh, get an early review, I guess, of the 2022 draft crop. Now, Lockie, it looks like we're going to have, um, you know, if not the top pick, probably the second pick uh, in this draft. So I just want to get your feelings and thoughts on how strong is this draft looking for this year so far? Uh, well, there's a strong top two. Unfortunately for you guys, if you do end up with uh, the second pick, you'll you'll miss you'll miss uh, you'll miss one of them because he's he's Brisbane Academy tight. Uh, yeah. uh, Ashcroft, Will Ashcroft. Yeah. Unless he decides, of course, that he doesn't want to stay, but that's that's another story for another day. Um, yeah. And then there's like a there's a small step down through through play through the next crop of players, which is around three to. They're around like picks three to fifteen. They're all very evenly matched. There's not a whole lot of diversity in there as of yet. Obviously, that might change throughout throughout the rest of the year as more academy footies played. Yeah. Um. There's certainly more. There's certainly more key positions uh, in this draft than the last two drafts have been in terms of the top twenty. When I look through, there's a few more names there that I think are going to be fantastic players at the AFL level. Players like uh, Bazlinga, Keeler, Scully. Um, yeah, as I mentioned with the top 20, it's really strong. Um, there's another 10 even after the top 20 that are probably going to be bargain buys. Um, yeah, and the draft strength starts to fade around 50. Where... Yeah clubs start to pass will we'll kind of depend on their list size. Uh, it's a bit early to make a call there. Yeah, I mean, that tends to happen for most drafts anyway. It, it sort of does fall away probably. You know, I mean, there's usually an even batch between 20 and 40, then it sort of starts to fall away a bit there, and it's almost really a lottery pick. You might find the odd diamond in the rough, but, yeah, I mean, there's usually, um, you know, you've got your yeah, top two guys, obviously this draft. Um, will, will Ashcroft, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Who's the second guy you've got? Uh, George Wardlord from he's from the Oakley Chargers. He's he's a midfielder as well. Uh, fan, uh, he's a fantastic midfielder. Okay, um, there's a South Australian boy. Um, he's about 192 centimeters. He's, his name has escaped me. Do you know much about him? Um, I think. Are you talking the... Mateus Filippo? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mateus Filippo, he plays for Woodville West Torrens in the under 18s for the Sandville. 
Uh, he's another midfielder that I had that I actually had him listed in one of the later questions. So I'll just go and read straight off that. Uh, he had 37 touches in the under 18s last week. Uh, uh, sorry, not last week. Uh, in in one of the rounds previous in the year before the break, and he yeah. can go and play uh, inside and outside and loves to get forward for a goal. He he kicked two against the Collingwood VFL side two weeks ago. Okay. Well, nice. Yeah. No. Well. Um. Yeah. It sounds like uh, there's a few uh, midfielders. Uh, at the top of the draft, um, which uh, is probably, you know, it's it's interesting because we've got a plethora of midfielders. It's probably the only position we're strong in at the moment, like Luke Davis Uniac, uh, well, obviously Jason Lord Francis, uh, Taron Thomas, and a number of others. So, yeah, we're probably, we're, we're really lacking in the key position part. Do you see any, like you mentioned a couple of key position players in the top 20, Tom Scully, who's a forward. Um, and yeah, like, is there a key position defender that you really like at this stage, if you, if you can think of one? Yep. Uh, there is a key position defender who is probably the best key position player in the entire draft pool at the minute. And his name is Jed uh, Bazlinga. Uh, he plays uh, out of Perth, East Perth. Okay. He's been compared to Jeremy McGovern. So he's going to be a fantastic player. Averaged uh, seven intercept possessions and two intercept marks. Uh, wow. last year in the championships from memory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's uh, – is it worth – like, I mean, we'll, we'll probably have the top pick or the second pick. Is it worth trying to draft down a bit? I know I'm asking a lot of questions. Is it worth dra- trying to draft down sort of um, like, let's say, I don't know, someone's got pick eight and ten or something like that. I'm not too sure who that would be. Uh, to get out of the first or second pick to get two, um, like, good – longevity players rather than trying to get that star player at the top? Uh, it depends. It depends. It depends a lot on where you finish before I answer that. Because if you've got, yeah. and again, it depends what Ashcroft does, whether or not he decides he's going to nominate with Brisbane or whether or not he's going to enter as an open draft pool player. Because yeah. if it's, if you guys do finish last and it's him at the top of the pool, then my answer to this question is no. But if it is another but if he's nominated for Brisbane, then maybe it is worth having that look just because of the spread between picks three and 15 or picks five and 20. There is not, there is not a whole lot of standout players in that, in that area because it's fairly interchangeable. I've been looking on phantom drafts. I've been watching vision and everyone has different players in between five and 10 and different players in between 10 and 20. So you, you could, I would, if I were you guys, consider it, especially if it's picks eight and ten. I probably would for picks eight and ten, and um, and move down and give I don't know whoever it would end up being, um, a go at the top end and see see what they came up with. Yeah. But yeah, I would just just because of where your list is as well, and you need another key position player. There are enough of them that you're gonna find two two players that are gonna be, as you said. Uh, they're going to serve your club for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's, yeah, it's it's an interesting dilemma. I mean, we might as well talk about Will Ashcroft now. Now, he's a consensus number one pick according to Cal Toomey, a uh, number of others, uh, big name um, people that uh, look at the draft. Um, what makes him so so special? And now I've seen last week he had fifty one touches, which is yeah. only the player has done that in the under 18s comp. Um, yeah, look, he's obviously a very special talent. Um, I've seen the highlights, and yeah, he's uh, he's very explosive. Um, bit of a skinnier frame than like last year's number one pick in Jason or Francis. But um, what do you think makes him so special? Uh, it's just 
it, it's the way it's the way he plays. Like he he's versatile enough to go mid, to go in the middle. Obviously, I watched him in the academy game, and he played a lot of the third quarter in the middle of the ground, and he was much more damaging with his disposal around there. He was able to find a teammate who was on the outside, and he again loves to go forward. Um, yeah, he's drawn he's drawn comparisons to Christian Petrarca. I don't know if you guys have been hearing that, but that's certainly what I've thought when I was watching him and heard when I've when I've been listening to other people talk about him as well. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's all the notes I had there. But certainly, he's a um, yeah, he's he, his his impact per possession. I think I mentioned this last year when talking about Horn Francis as well. Is right up there. Is right up there with uh, some of the best in this year's crop. Okay. Yeah. No. It's, uh, no. He's very um, highly highly touted. Um, yeah. Look. And I watched the highlights last week. He's very explosive. Got a good, really good first step. In in you know, it seems to find space in you know congestion. Um, very good with his hands. Yeah. Highly skilled. Bit of a yeah. Bit of a skinny frame, like I said. But um, I don't think that's going to worry him because yeah, he's. Um, He'll build muscle over the years once he develops into a 21, 22-year-old young man. Uh, have you heard anything that he might want to stay in Melbourne? I haven't heard any. I did um, hear his interview about a month or so ago on Cal Toomey. Um, he still hadn't decided um, whether he is staying, he's going to go into the draft pool this year or go to Brisbane. Have you heard anything about that? Like, is there? Do you, do you feel like he's he's getting going to go one way or or, or the other? Oh, uh, I haven't heard anything about him going one way or the other. I think yeah. he may wait to see where the draft picks fall. Because I think if he's got an opportunity, he will probably expect at the end of the day, if he was going to sit down, he will expect to go one. So if West Coast, and you said this off air, if they improve as some think they might, then it might it might kind of force his hand into nominating for an open draft, knowing that North Melbourne will in all likelihood take him. Mm. But it may, it may end up that he goes, no, I want to go and continue my, my father's legacy at Brisbane and keep playing and keep playing for them. Obviously a club. I guess the question is, does he get a game there? Probably, even though their midfield is, is pretty good. So yeah, I guess, I guess that'll be another thing he takes into consideration where he will end up playing the most footy. And I think I think, I think he walks into your midfield without a whole lot of drama there. I don't know if I'm wrong there. Does he walk into your midfield, Will Ashcroft? Oh, I'd say he would. <laughs> oh, look, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, we do have a bit of depth in the midfield. But, um, yeah, look, the cream always rises to the top. And, you know, maybe yeah. the first year he starts as a half forward or something like yeah. that or, or on the wing. Possibly, and then you know, slowly works into the midfield. Um, yeah. Most of the list uh, sort of balances out over the next couple of years. So yeah, no. Nah, look, I mean, I, from what I understand, he's a clear number one pick, and if he's there, then you take him. I mean, mm. where with where our list is at, you got to take the best available. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. You just got to make it work. Uh, yeah. Regardless of uh, yeah, if you got twenty midfielders in, on your list already, that um, you know you, you rate, then yeah, you just got to take the best best available. Um, do you think this draft class is better than last last year's one? I mean, it's very different, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's actually that's actually the beginning of my response to this question. It does it does depend on the areas you're talking about. I mean, twenty twenty one, there were midfielders everywhere. Three of the top five were midfielders, and eight of the top fifteen were midfielders. You'll probably see very similar numbers this year, but it'll be more, it won't be so much 
I'm just trying to think. Like it was it was very much small forwards last year that were taken if it wasn't midfielders. This draft it'll be it'll be tools because there is just more quality tools across the board. There's Liga who we've already talked about, Lemmy, Keeler, Scully, Cadman. Uh, I also think the ceiling on this year, with no disrespect to the tall players that were taken last year, there's there's a bit more of a ceiling. It's a bit better. Um, and then obviously Ashcroft we've already talked about, and Wardlaw we've mentioned as well. So there's there's going to be some elite midfielders, uh, but there's going to be a really really strong crop of key of key position players that come from this draft. Yeah, which is which is good. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, it's almost like uh, I mean, last year there was hardly any key position players taken mm. pretty much early, um, even later on, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends. It's good to get a variety of all sorts, I suppose. That uh, there's options like even if you've got to pick twenty or something like that, that you can you know, get a key position player, or you might be able to get a midfielder depending on your needs or or a small forward. So, you know, like you said, I, I think it seems like it's a pretty even draft. From outside, you know, I mean, you got the top fifth, you know, top two. There's, there's a stand, there's, um, you know, obviously standouts here. Then probably after that, it's, it, it's a bit more balanced to from three to twenty, or three to fifteen. And then after that, there's, there's even more of a, you know, a, a balance as well. So yeah, depending on on club needs. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, it makes it interesting. That's for sure. Now we've traded our second um our second rounder this year uh we obviously got Callum Colin Jones last year um and we traded our, our second rounder do you think that's uh yeah is that um like looking on that do you think it's worth getting into that second round as well like uh for a club like us that uh you know I mean we, we do need experience as well but uh do you think we would miss out on someone decent if we didn't get picked? Let's say it's pick twenty. I mean, in hindsight, after compensation picks and all that sort of thing, that uh, would miss out on someone pretty good. You think? Yeah, you might. Is the only thing I'll say. You might miss out on the really the top end. You might miss out on the back end of that top sort of three to fifteen kind of players. Um, yeah, there's there's going to be some there's going to be some elite players across across that sort of five to 20 range that are going to be pretty interchangeable, even probably leading up towards later on in the year when we get down past the champs towards the draft. Um, yeah, if I, if I were you guys, I'd try and get back into into the second round. I don't know how you'd do that without giving up, uh, without giving up a future pick next year, whether or not that's your future second and you just keep trading until you know, until a, second until there's a clear gap between the end of the first and the start of the second kind of area in a future draft whether or not you just keep trading them in down the line but yeah i would i would probably have a look at using your future second the only issue with that is that 2023's crop looks very good already and they're and the top and the oldest player in that crop is has only just turned 17 so i wouldn't i wouldn't be too I wouldn't be too disappointed if you miss out on a player on a player in the second round this year, but I would certainly have a look at trying to get back into the second round if it was possible. Yeah, I think uh, the main reason we went away from the uh, like we traded away a future second rounder for Callum Coleman Jones last year is we felt like last year it was projected that Cooper Harvey, son of Brent Harvey, was going to be around a twenty to thirty mark. Um, now I haven't heard much about him this this season. I haven't looked at highlights. There was no highlights uh, this season from his football. Um, is he still projected to go around that range? 
Do you know anything about that? He will. There, you said the twenty to thirty. I think he'll slip from there. Unfortunately for North Melbourne, I still think he's going to be a very, very good player, but he might be sort of heading up more towards that forty, sixty sort of range where you see those academy kids. It'll probably be closer to forty, truth be told. But yeah, for those that don't know, he's he's a midfield forward. Um, and yeah, as you say, there, there hasn't been a whole lot of media coverage on him this year. He did play in the under seventeen championship for Victoria, but he he wasn't selected for the under 18s this year and he's playing for the Northern Knights at the minute. Yeah, I did um I did see that. Like uh yeah, he's um like uh he's yeah, he, he did go down like he I did hear that he did go down, like he did uh, get projected to go down the order a bit and um yeah I did, didn't see much um as far as like, like, I did see his highlights from last season, but I haven't seen any highlights from this season. So I, I did project that he probably was going to slip down because I think we've got, yeah, we'll probably have picked one or two and then next picks in the 50s after that. So, yeah, it's going to, like, I think we we, we thought uh, we've got picks in the 50s and 60s that, you know, I mean, obviously the point system, if he goes at 25, we can use all that and get it up. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one. Now, you obviously follow the uh, South Australian talent um, a lot, uh, yeah, with you, with uh, under 18s and so forth up there. You you, you do a bit of commentary uh, for the local comp. Uh, it's quite a strong talent. There's quite a fair bit of talent coming from South Australia, is there not this season? Yeah, no, there is. South Australia has a fantastic range of talent this year. Um, I, I it's it's good to see, but some names just off the top of my head: uh, the lawyer, Lemmy, Scully. Co-Brian as well out of uh, West Adelaide. There's a, there's a number of boys both, I guess, for the South Australian clubs in particular. I guess the they can get if they can get their hands on a on a couple of first round uh, draft picks, it wouldn't go astray to having a look at trying to package up players that play together at club level, like Matthias Philippou and Adam Deloya both uh, both play at Woodville West Torrens. Um, they're both different midfielders as well. They complement each other quite nicely. But yeah, like Harry Lemmy's a key forward. He was put inside the top four at the beginning of the year. He slipped a bit. He struggled a bit at the senior level for West Adelaide, which is to be expected, obviously, having to play against the more mature bodies. Um, yeah, Tom Scully kicked 38 goals in, in the first five games of the under-18 season. So he's well and truly ready to ready to make that next step up in terms of you know, maybe moving in this, maybe moving in the Sample level, and Co'Brien dominates the under-18s and played pretty well in the league a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, with the Tom Scully one, where do you see him going? Then, like, where, if you've got a draft board near, where would you um, predict you would go? I mean, I, I think he would go top five, wouldn't he? Uh or was that stretching it? That is that is stretching it. I think he he's anywhere in between six and probably twenty. So he's not quite on that. He's not quite on that top five. There are a couple players that are better than him, but he's in that he's in that next step down, and he's certainly going to be the first key forward for me that I would take looking at this crop. I, I would take him before I would take the others, say a Lemmy or a Cadman, either, even uh, who plays in. Victoria as well, so yeah, okay. I would yeah yeah he's no. he's he's a good player. 
Yeah, fair enough. Like, so who who you got in your like? Obviously, you got a board going. Uh, who you got in your top five? Like, you've always got Ashcroft one. Uh, who's uh, two to five after that then? Uh, so yeah, so it's Wardlord, who we've already mentioned before, the mm. midfielder for the Oakley Chargers. Uh, Bazlinga, the key defender from East Perth. And uh, Elijah Sattis, who is a midfielder from, again, the Oakley Chargers. And Jai Clark, who's a midfielder down from uh, uh, Geelong for the Falcons. Hmm. Okay. No, fair enough. Yeah, no. Yeah, it uh, sounds like you get a, a bit of a mix of uh, key position players and, uh, yeah, midfield, like you've, like you've uh, stated a number of times there. So that's uh, good to see. Any players that... Um, like uh, you really like that you, you think are going to go around the 50 mark or 40 mark that you really like and, you know, think that uh, they could be a real sleeper in the draft? Uh, yeah, there is one. If you just give me a minute to pull up the Allies squad, there is one that no, go for it. I was watching um, watch the South Australia and the Allies game the other day and he was he was fantastic and then I watched him. He got selected in the... He might not go forty or fifty. That's probably it. Might it might be it might be more towards thirty or thirty-five. But his name escapes me at the minute. But he was he was fantastic. Oh, Gale- uh, Gillsby, his name is. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, that's his. That's his name. Um, yeah, he he's fantastic. He was he was fantastic to watch. He was um, clever in the way he used the football. It wasn't always. He wasn't always. Uh, he didn't always find a target. But when he used but when he used the footy, it was. You could see that his mind was ticking. He had that footy smarts about him, and just went and won, went and won the ball. Uh, plays at the Bendigo Pioneers, so isn't club tied to any of the allies to any of the allies AFL clubs. So your Sydney's, your Brisbane's, your Gold Coast, or your GWS. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, fair enough. No, that's probably not going to help us then. So, <laughs> yeah, no. If you go, if he goes too high, then uh, we've got no hope. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll see how we go with uh, some of these players. Obviously, it's subject to change over the coming weeks. You got, um, you know, the camps as well. They do and and so forth. And yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, w- once it gets uh, to the end of the season, uh, yeah, things will definitely change, and uh, some players will. Uh, yeah, move up, and some players will obviously move down over the course of time. So, yeah, you got the championships coming up as well this season, which is the first time in a long time that we're able to see that. So, that'll be good. Um, I wanted to finish with you, like uh, with Jason and Francis. Now, obviously, there's been a lot of media hype up here in Melbourne about uh, everything he does. He can't seem to go to the toilet without a uh, you know a media personality next to him. Uh, how's the media publicity been up there with in South Australia with him? Is it uh, just as uh, brutal up there as it is down here? No, I now to be fair to the major channels around here, I don't watch I don't watch a whole lot of um like seven news or nine news or that. But from what I've heard in terms of except for last week where he near, where he he got suspended, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he got two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah aside from that, I. Hadn't actually heard his name on um, on the TV. I hadn't heard his name for about two or three weeks before before that. He, obviously, he has good games for North Melbourne, but yeah, he he hasn't been talked about a lot over here. Maybe it's because he doesn't play uh, for a South Australian club anymore. The player that's kind of taken his taken his spotlight is is uh, Josh Rochelle from uh, Adelaide. Yeah, fair enough too. Yeah, he's been, yeah, he's he's been really player. good. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. No, he's he's had a very very good. He obviously started off on fire early in the season. Uh, mm. Cooled off a bit now, but um, a bit like the football, their football club at the moment. They've uh, cooled off in the last few weeks, so it'll make for an interesting game on Sunday against North Melbourne. So yeah, Ooh, um, I'm, I'm I'll be watching that as a neutral. That's for sure. Good luck for yeah. that as well. Well, there's a lot of good games this weekend. Um, a lot of uh, yeah, top teams playing each other, middle teams playing each other, so which could shape the eight. And uh, all the bottom teams seem to be playing each other as well. So, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a good round of uh, football. Uh, did you want to add anything else, Lockie? Uh, nah. Um, not, not that I can think of. You pretty much covered everything. Obviously, I said that when you sent the questions through. I can't think of anything else to be added. Um, I don't know if you if you want to book an appointment further down the further down the road to do this again because I'd be keen to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, once yeah. uh, once the season finishes up and once it starts really ramping up, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be, uh, like I said, uh, lots of changes uh, over the coming weeks. Um, draft order is going to change, and yeah, you know, uh, players uh, are going to move up and down. Uh, subject to championships and so forth. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely get you back on later in the season. Lockie, uh, where can people find you? Uh, anyway, if they want to chat to you about uh, draft or anything or St Kilda-related St. Kilda or anything like that. Yeah, always up for a chat. I, uh, anything AFL-related, really. Um, so, uh, Goldman2003 on uh, Instagram. You can find me there. I've got a YouTube channel, Lachlan Gold Sport. Uh, it's just started up, so it's not uh, fantastic video footage, I will say, at the minute. Um and then aside from that, there's obviously Armchair Draft Expert, which is uh, all all one word across on Instagram as well. And Go Saints 12 on Bigfooty as well. If you guys want to have a chat to me on there, I'm more than happy to ask and field questions and, yeah, all that. Uh, that sounds good, Lockie. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and getting a, getting a good look at uh, early uh, draft prop from uh, the upcoming season. It's going to be an interesting draft. So, obviously, a lot's going to... Uh, come to fruition over the coming weeks with Will Ashcroft. Hopefully, he decides soon which way he's going to go. Hopefully, he wants to stay in Melbourne. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, he might want to see how bad we're going and uh, yeah, if West Coast can improve. So, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of that might have like if he's going to if West Coast is going to finish last, then he might as well go to Brisbane. I mean, he's going to have to travel in the state anyway. And yeah, but uh, well, if he stays in Melbourne, he might want to stay. So, he might want to go. Just, just one more thing on that. If he does go, if he does nominate for, he might play more at West Coast than he will than he will at Brisbane. Like their midfield, obviously with Zach Bailey and Lockie Neal, and that that might also come into his thinking a bit. I he might start on half forward, as you mentioned, though uh, already in the podcast. But yeah, that was just that was just the last little minute thought that I had then. Yeah, I mean, it might be a good replacement for Lockie Neal in a couple of years who might, um, you know, uh, fade, you know, like uh, start getting older and, and, you know, probably just slow down a bit. So it might be a good replacement for him um, in the future. So, yeah, whether he wants to do that and spend a couple of years just developing in, like uh, in a forward pocket for Brisbane or or he wants to go to West Coast or North Melbourne where he's pretty much going to go straight in the engine room or close to it, um, yeah, then we'll... Uh, We'll wait and see, I guess, and, um, yeah, wait and see what his decision will be. Uh, anyways, Lockie, I uh, appreciate you coming on the show, and I'm sure I'll chat to you soon. No worries. Thanks for having me on, and, uh, yeah, look forward to it. 
So thank you very much to Lachlan Gould for coming on the show once again. Yeah, really enjoyed chatting to him. Uh, a promising young kid who, yeah, uh, takes a very big interest in the under-18s competition and plays in the under-18s competition. So, yeah, no, it was good to get his thoughts on, uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, back and forward um, in the discussion about Will Ashcroft, uh, a number of other players in the top five. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see that uh, he's, he's sort of said it's quite a heavy crop of key position players in the top 20. So it's almost a case if Will Ashcroft nominates Brisbane that um, it might be a possibility that we can trade down and get a couple of picks. You know, it might be, you know, I mean, I don't know who's who's got what at this stage, but, you know, if we can get picks 8 and 10 or something like that, that's just a hypothetical through to Lockie. Uh, would it, whether it would be trading pick one for pick eight and ten or something like that along those lines, and we might be able to get a you know a, a forward you know um, you know a, a small forward and you know a key position defender which is two players really need. So yeah, I mean it might be a case of getting you know uh, quality and quantity at the same time. You know because we do you know I'd love to have another pick in the twenties or something like that. You know I mean at, at this stage it you know. Looks like Cooper Harvey has uh, dropped down the board, according to Lockie. Um, like I told him, I haven't heard much about him this year. So to be honest with you, I've been looking for highlights. I've been googling his name. I've been looking at um, you know scouting reports and all that, and there's just been no mention of him. So yeah, it's a bit of a concern um, that he has slipped a bit. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, you know he can uh, have a good second half of the year finish, and you know. Uh, put his name right back up there again, but uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. So it was good to you know do a draft show at uh, this early stage just to get a look at uh, the early you know the crop of uh, 2022 coming up. So yeah, I mean that's that you know th- these are questions that need to be answered in the off season, and uh, yeah, I suppose we've got to get a list management team together first before we start um, throwing hope hypotheticals out there trying to get future seconds and so forth. So we'll see how we go. Anyways, uh, so that's it for today's show. Uh, yeah, it was just a draft show. I will be back tomorrow. We're going to do, you know, going to go back to the football. You know, we, we've got a game coming up this Sunday against uh, Adelaide Crows uh, in uh, Tassie. So a lot of people are talking us up that this is probably a last chance to win a game this year. So which is a bit of a concern already. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how we go with uh, all that. Uh, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll get uh, I'll, at this stage. I've got Brett Shardy uh, lined up for an interview with that tomorrow night, and yeah, it would uh, yeah it'd be good to talk about uh, football once again. Uh, yeah, even though we had a week off last week, it was a long week off. Yeah, I watched a bit of football, but it's just not the same as watching your own team play. So yeah, it'd be good to, to and even though it's been hard this year, it'll be good to you know get back in, into it and uh, get back into a, yeah hopefully uh, some competitive performance through in the second half of the year. Anyways, that's it for this show. I will leave a shout-out to Adam McCarthy. Bye for now. Also, I forgot to mention, uh, thanks for all the likes, retweets, comments uh, you guys have been doing uh, for the show recently. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, obviously I had Mark McGowan last week. Um, we had a deep chat about you know, the North Melbourne Football Club, so check that episode out. It's still relevant now. That was last Thursday, so definitely check that out. Um, but uh, yeah, keep up all the great work. Um, spread the message to your friends. Try and grow the show as much as I can. I'm trying to grow as much as I can. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, just really appreciate all the support. That's it. Thanks again.